sir. We wear caps and sleeves at this level, son. Understood? Welcome to the eulogy episode for Bradley Zimmer's career in Cleveland. Just kidding. We're talking about Jose Ramirez, baby. It's extension Jose, celebration episode. Jose, Jose, Jose. <laughs> yes. Jose. Oh my Jose. God. Woo. Uh, welcome to the California Penal League podcast, everybody. Fabs, Chris, and Steve here. Uh, holy hell. Um, where do we begin? Uh, obviously, when this episode comes out, we'll have had collectively some time to think about it. Uh, we recording. We're recording this uh, after the opening day loss, where Ramir, Jose Ramirez got the only RBI, as you might expect, for the Guardians. Um, but we recorded our last episode. You all don't know this behind the scenes, but we recorded our last episode right before the night before he signed, and we were going back and forth. <laughs> Literally nine nine hours before yes. I got a text from Steve that said, "Shit, <laughs> it happened. It happened." <laughs> Well, it's funny because like every morning you guys have the three hour advantage advantage on me. So like our buddy John, I just saw a text that said seven years. I'm like, oh my god, the extension happened, and I I still don't know what he meant by seven years. I think it was a photo he sent us was seven years old. Like I don't, I still don't know what the fuck he was talking about. It was, it was, but then, it's been seven years since. I, I yeah, I didn't know, and so yeah. then I saw Steve's, and I'm like, oh my god, is this it? Is this it? And it was. So Steve got to break the news to me. Yeah, I I, I feel like an like. You make me feel like an insider because I'm always breaking news to you. You're my Jeff Passan for for (laughs) baseball. (laughs) Because I'm just by luxury of having like hours ahead of you. So, uh, yeah. Oh, my God. Um, So we were were going back and forth that night before, you know, things felt a little grim because there was some like talk of things being dead in the water, which if you read Zach Meisel's article in The Athletic the next day, things actually were kind of teetering and the team was like talking to other teams about a potential trade. Um, Fabs is showing us a Jose Ramirez bobblehead at the moment. Um, yes. The John Snow King of that. Oh North yes. Line. That's right. Okay. I, I, that's what I thought. Yes. And I oh, actually, nice. I, it will be relevant for years to come. Well, that's the thing is it'll be relevant for years forever. to come for forever yeah. and ever, which is the best. Which we'll get into. I've never had yeah. this feeling. Like I know we'll get it. I, yeah, I've just I'm just so excited for that part of it. Like it's yeah. just finally. Well, that, I guess we could just jump into that. You know, we'll get into the particulars of the deal and everything, but it's it's amazing for fans, and I hope that fans eventually. I hope that they appreciate this. That there is a player who, when talks were like hitting a snag, Jose Ramirez literally like got on the phone with his mom, and then got on the phone with his agents, and was like. I don't want to go anywhere else. End this. I yeah, want to get get, this make done. a deal. Get it done. I want <sighs> to be here. And amazing. Like and like he get he got paid. He got he gets twenty five million dollars a year past uh, next season. So like people call it like a sweetheart deal, and to some extent it is. But like twenty five million a year is pretty good. You know he could make thirty five million dollars a year, but. The fact that he was just like, I want to be here. This is it. Like, you, that doesn't happen. Um, it's not just in Cleveland. That doesn't often happen. It doesn't happen in in small to mid market cities. And big Xander Bogarts just rejected a huge offer from the Red Sox. It doesn't yeah. happen in big market sometimes too, where it's like, you know, I get it. Like, well, it's a I lot think, of money. I think Bogarts. <laughs> Is, un- yeah. is under the understanding that they had that one good year last year. He knows mm. that there's like five more bad years and then they're going to be good again for two. Right. <laughs> well, so, uh, even though everyone's picking them to be like the number two coming out of the AL, which I don't freaking. Do they know the Rays exist? And do that, they like, know Toronto that, the, exists? that the Blue Jays just got Bradley Zimmer? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, well, he's going to have like 45 home runs this year. And like <laughs> totally. Uh, oh, yeah. 100%. <laughs> if he does, yeah. you guys can circle this episode and <laughs> point and laugh at me. I mean, we gave him a lot of time. It wasn't like we gave him like half a seat. Like, if he does that, you know, good on Like, I'll be annoyed, but good on him for like turning it around because sure. dude got a lot of time here. Yeah, about 858 at bats to be exact. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, so I, I don't want it to be lost on anybody, just the significance of, of it. It, it, It's, and and a lot of players do lip service and say, I want to be here. I, I'm not saying Shane Bieber is going to do it. I mean, I don't really care. Uh, To be honest, I don't care either way how it goes with Shane Bieber. An extension would be great, but also trading him would be like super beneficial as well when it ultimately happens probably so i'm not like uber opposed to any side of it and but he was he had come out in spring training was like oh i want to be here i think a lot of guys mean that it's just that the money becomes a bigger they also they want to be here but they also want to get paid and i totally get it i get it so ramirez is a bit of a unicorn in a lot of ways on the field but then off the field it's like to to do that and like say it almost doesn't like the money almost doesn't matter to you and and you want to like be a part of it and you just love being here it's like that's a wild thing the guy for the longest time i thought lived in like cleveland heights or shaker heights and does he really like did you have that movie the shia labeouf movie yeah (laughs) you did project (laughs) Greenlight movie yeah yeah, the Project Greenlight movie. Um, I thought he, I thought that's what I had heard, but like he lived in a nice area of Cleveland, but by no means was it like multi, multi, you know, million dollar house that he was living in. It actually, I mean, some of the photos I I'd seen were like it's a very unassuming house for a multi million dollar athlete. Well, he comes from. You know, he's he uh, his background is is a humble background farm in in the Dominican. And just as a player, you know, he he was meant everybody thought he was just keeping shortstop warm for Lindor. And they thought at best he would be a utility player. And they they started one Uribe over him. Yes. Yes. So that tells you what they had nothing left in the tank by that point. Right. But ultimately it was probably one of like the biggest reasons why Jose became Jose. Cause there were some valuable lessons that Uribe passed on to him. Yeah. Um, also in this whole thing, like the thing I think that gave me the biggest amount of chills was that he demanded a no trade clause. Right. Like, that's, that's wild. Like we've never really done that for, like a full guardians no have never clause. done it they have never yeah. had one yeah. there's never been a contract yeah, like that they've offered that with one that's awesome like i you know and you know who knows what's going to happen this year with with the season like that's not what we're really talking about right now but like what's so good about this it's great for young fans you know we were all we're the three of us we are like super lucky indians guardian fans because we we were coming of that that prime age where baseball became a big thing in our lives mm-hmm. during the most exciting run this the teams ever had short of the World Series, the 1920, 1948 World Series. We had all those like legendary players, and they were all pretty much gone after five years, seven years. <laughs> like yeah. by 2001, most of them were not there anymore. And uh, to know that like – That's a shorter stretch than gonna- people think. Like it is. you think oh, about the is. guys it like Albert so Bell long, and it, yeah, it really started back in 93 though. That, that team. So that team, yeah, really but started, I would say that, like that the team quality was like of 93 to like, Oh one. But, then, but you're then talking 95. like you didn't have, you didn't have Kenny Lofton that whole time. You didn't have guys like Albert Bell. Yeah, that whole no, time. Guys Manny Ramirez like fell off yeah, in and out. 100%. There was yeah. never a guy. Aside from maybe Tommy, like who came San- Tommy. and Sandy Alomar, Tommy, Sandy Sandy, Alomar Jr., and those are the two guys. Omar, Omar, Omar was a lot, you know was around in ninety four, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, through to what oh two. Yeah, so yeah, but yeah, that's what's so cool about this is like I'm really happy for young fans because 
you know, I, I think, you know, this is just the beginning we talked about. This is just the beginning of like another window. And I'm glad we have like the heart and soul of the team uh, as evidenced by how hard everybody celebrated on the airplane. Uh, maybe there was a little bit of a hangover today. Was there uh, a video of that? Uh, there wasn't. There was just stories of it that okay. I heard about like how, yeah, uh, of that. Um, the heart and soul of the team and a great mentor and someone who wants to be here. And, you know, I, I'm just like really hoping, I mean, I want a world series so badly. So I, I just want that, but like for Jose, like if Jose can be part of that, that'd be just amazing. Like yeah. to have somebody who was there and influential during that 2016 magical year. And if we can actually finally get one and if he, and if he plays a pivotal role in it, like mm-hmm. he is, goes down as a top five all time Indian through history. If that well, happens, it's not like, the most. Like, if not the yeah. most. Fabs, I don't know how much of the notes you saw that I threw together. Even just four more years I of love what he's been day. doing. Go into it, man. Here, here, yeah, yeah. It's a good segue. It's a great, I mean, just That's for the historical context. Purpose. Yes, it's like we planned this, and I've butchered it. But <laughs> no, just four more years of him putting up even numbers probably slightly below what he would be, you know, has been for the last two or three seasons. Home runs, 30 home runs a season. Puts him at 283 in four years. That's That puts him in second place at that point in time, behind Jim Tomey. Um, stolen bases, 25 a season. Puts him at 254. That's third place all time. Cleveland history. Kenny Lofton's at 452. Omar is at like 260. So he's, you know, second place there essentially. Four years of 90 RBIs would put him in fifth place all time, about 200 behind um, Avril, who has 1,084. And the last stat that I threw out here was 30 uh, 30 doubles. He would have 365, good for sixth. And Trish Speaker has the club record of 486. So those are some those are some big names. Also, that's only halfway through the deal. That's just a little halfway through the deal. Dude, also, what if he gets an MVP? We haven't had an MVP winner since 1953, Al Rosen. Yeah, that's crazy. That'd be amazing. I want him to get the MVP. I want him to win the World Series. Like, if he does those things, he goes down. Like, I feel like he has to go. I know we have Cy Young. We have, like, some legendary names. I feel like he has to go down. And the last, at least since 1954, as, like, the most legendary Cleveland Indian guardian. Like, I I don't know who else you could throw out there because of the longevity, too. Well, and that's the thing. that He'll have played here for 16 seasons. By the end of the deal. That's that's incredible. That's nuts. I mean, I guess I don't know. I certainly don't know off the top of my head who the last player who had spent 15 plus years with the franchise. Let's even just say decade. Just even say a decade. I mean, it would have been what? Tommy? Um, yeah. To, yeah. Like the, that era. Like, yeah. like the Tommy Viscal. Mm-hmm. Type of guys. Santana? Did Carlos make it to 10? Uh, Maybe. Get that fact checker on it, that intern on it. But you're talking, that's four years of averaging that, and that puts him at like 33. That's just four. Yeah. Puts him at through through his 32 age season. Yeah. I, I would say you could probably bank on a statue coming if he if he's here this entire contract you could probably assume by the way carlos did play 10 seasons in cleveland 10 10 on the dot 10 on the dot obviously there was the one year he played in philadelphia in there too and you know his first season he played 46 games but okay he spent 10 seasons in cleveland yeah, then it, I mean, then it gets insane. If you start talking like fifteen, that's like you're going way back. You're going like, yeah, way way back. So, um, 
I don't know. It just, you know, everything just kind of falls in place from there. I, I think there's it's actual the, it, excitement. It really feels like the first domino. This was the right. first and now domino. you can you can build around it. You now the team knows 100%. we have we have the superstar guy, and now it's what do we build around this guy? We also locked up Emmanuel Class A too. Dude, you hope that this is amazing. You hope that he's okay. Yeah. Oh, sorry. The intern gave me some stats. Yeah, the intern came. Okay, the the longest tenured, and he played the most games for the Cleveland Indians. Terry Turner played for 15 seasons uh, for the Cleveland Indians, like in like very early baseball days. Uh, Total of 1619 games. I don't even know who that is. I'm gonna to be totally honest. He was <laughs> when did he, he was a second baseman born in like 1880. And when did he play for the club? <laughs> he he played for the club in 1904. Okay. To 1918. Wasn't even good enough to be a part of the 1920. Couldn't even get that. Couldn't even team. Pl- yeah play it out nope. to the 1920. So <laughs> loser. Nap Lajouet. Played 13 seasons with Cleveland. Lou Boudreaux played 13 years with Cleveland. Um, let's see. I, you, you know, I know we're doing our fact checking here on the fly. Um, Earl Avril. I mean, you're starting to get into guys that played. So 11. I don't know if there's ever. I mean, I could be. I could be wrong, but I don't think there's a guy who's ever played 15 years. It doesn't look like there is. No, um, that's, that's crazy to think. Aside about. from it's Terry Turner, who played 15 seasons with. Oh wait, guys! I have breaking news. So apparently, he's waiving his no trade to go to the Blue Jays for Bradley Zimmer. <laughs> so we're get Bradley Zimmer back. Oh no! <laughs> the Blue Jays got him after all. <laughs> no. They had like serious. Uh, like buyer's, buyer's remorse. remorse. <laughs> I love when I love when fans and we all do this. I love when fans are like, "We're getting this guy," and then like when they don't, they're like, "I didn't even fucking want him." Like I don't even know where he'd play on our team. We're <laughs> well, good. yeah, well, the, like, yeah, exactly. Like right, right, like we're already so stacked. Like we got so many prospects. It's not even a big deal. Not to make this all about Bradley Zimmer, but uh, I will share that my brother did send. Uh, a Facebook post from the Blue Jays and Blue Jays fans are really, really uh, a little, probably a couple, couple of bats too deep tonight nice. because uh, they, they think that that's going to solve a lot of problems. Oh no, they have not watched our team. And, play uh, they're like, they? Oh yeah. He's going to give our, 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 our outfield some depth. He's the left-handed bat that we need. Um, he can play all the outfield spots, and it's like not well. Not <laughs> like, well. He, I mean, like if defensively, he's gonna be their fifth yeah. Out, if he's going to be their fifth outfielder, cool. It's a bigger problem when we're like he's on our starting lineup and he's going to be here for 120 games. That's where it's mm-hmm. like a much. But if he's going to play 40 games for you, like okay, sure. that's a much. Oh, that's I have no problem with that. But, but I like that that solves. We know Quan is going to get an actual chance, which is amazing. Yeah, that's yeah. they saw one game of Quan, and right that's, after the game, they were like, "Get the hell out of town!" <laughs> get the I don't even, yeah, I don't even think just threw his bags out of the locker room. Steve, I don't even think they saw the full game of Quan. <laughs> they saw that first walk, and they were like, "Now nah, we're good." First, we're good. they saw the first <laughs> yeah. walk, and they were like, "This kid could draw a walk, guys." Yeah, Francona sent one of his like assistants into the locker room, packed up his Zimmer's stuff, and threw it away. <laughs> yeah, like you're not even getting it back. That's property of the team now. <laughs> I just like to ima- I just like to imagine that Terry heard my my uh, "Hey yo, Zimmer must go" chant and felt motivated. It's a you, mani- you did him. manifest it. I you did. incepted it in him, and it just yeah, did. this long to get to. I him. did. He probably. He probably was listening to the podcast to put himself to sleep. Yes. As one should. As as do. all it of our listeners funny. do. We 
<laughs> we yes. have 30, we have 30 listeners and it's every one of them is like the managers of each of the MLB teams. <laughs> it just gets passed around the front offices. <laughs> yeah. Dude, uh, listen to this. Listen oh my to God. This. These guys, these guys know what's up. But it says a goof. Hey, whatever. We're apparently we're helping make the decisions. Marlins then hire us. They're like, you're in charge of our front no. office. We don't fucking, well, like just the dolphin has to stay in center. Time field. out. That's all we time know. out. Time out. <laughs> We did well, and by we, I should say me. I shouldn't put this on you guys. I did go hard in the paint, making fun of Jeets, and maybe connecting some dots here. Maybe you're onto something, Fabs. The team's moving in a different direction. Maybe we just don't know it yet. Maybe the Marlins are going to wanting to make you an never- offer to us. You know, Jeets yeah, was know. like, no, I don't like that Chris guy. He makes fun of me and my gift baskets. We like the NWO <laughs> and we like this podcast and they have some big ideas for they promotion. They got some ideas. <laughs> I don't even know what I would do. If as I long as I can Derek do it Jeter. remote. Like, he, Derek Jeter is like one of those people who's so famous. That I would be like, you look like a wax sculpture of Derek Jeter. Like you're a. You actually exist in real life. Like I would Dude, just be like, okay. I would. I, I saw him in the. I mean, I I used to see him in the clubhouse. I oh, when yeah. I those couple years, like when he was still playing. Uh, the one year was his last season, and uh, oh, so you got I, to I was, be a part I, of the farewell tour. I was a part of the farewell tour, and the weird thing was like nice. when I saw him in the clubhouse, he just wore like really plain white socks. And I thought that was the craziest thing. Just white ever. socks. Just like, like Hanes white like socks where I was like, that's not right. Psycho. Yeah. Like that's and he wore like, like, as a, like, like a loincloth like, too. Dude. When you say he just it. wore white socks, this is what like, this is yeah, where my oh, mind's yeah, yeah, going. Yeah, he was like, just, he just hanging, wore like yeah. white socks. All not, over. No, scrumptious pee <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Isn't this about Jose Ramirez? <laughs> it is. It is. We'll get back. We'll get back. Uh, him yeah, too. We'll get him back. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to. Um, I want to <laughs> play this out on on the natural course. Pray tell about your uh, Derek Jeter oh, interaction. Saying, oh, I'm just saying that I think it's. I think it's absurd. Like I would have assumed that he'd be wearing like Gucci, Gucci socks or something. Gucci yeah. socks. Anything that something made it with look colors. like it's anything so that made his socks look like they were worth more than my car. But <laughs> were they just like, white? Were they white, or were they? We're talking like blacks, white, black, like Hanes, like, like white Walmart socks. Yeah, yes, yeah. That like, hey man, like a like you're wearing you know when what? you cut the grass. You know what? He grew up in the Midwest. Maybe those Midwest values never left him. He was in Columbus for a bit. I bet he was destroying the town when he was with Columbus. <laughs> I you know if, it's like nobody's ever asked. I don't think I've ever heard anybody ask him a question about Columbus. I'd be curious, like as a resident, as a former resident, like what, how, how, like what were the best? He used to go to the Rockmore. He's like, oh, I don't know if you'd know this place, but like, there's this weird, real weird dive bar up north, uh, <laughs> in like near uh, Worthington called the Rockmore. <laughs> that place and was then I nuts. Go to TJ's to get like a <laughs> breakfast. <laughs> Well, that's some inside baseball right there. Yeah, I would, I would, if I ever got the chance to meet him, I would ask him two questions. Um, how did you feel that the whole plot of the other guys was centered around a fake shooting? Oh, that you? was great! Oh my god, that was great! Um, I'm sure, he'd love and it. that set the that that movie in motion. Um, and then number two is, I would, I would ask about the gift baskets. I'd in in reality, you'd be like, oh, the, uh, the, but the, Mr. Jeter's <laughs> like, and like you'd be like, be like you'd be tripping over yourself as like a wet spot warps on the like, front of your what? pants. Like <laughs> what? Can you sign my driver's license? <laughs> like, uh, yeah, sure. kid, whatever. <laughs> Go away. He does a marker and it just smears off as he puts it into his. Like, Oh, that was a weird dude. Oh, man. I mean, I would truly love, and if it's you, Chris, great. I'd love somebody one time to just ask about the gift baskets. I've That's like one of the greatest just mysteries go hard in baseball in the paint history. On the gift baskets. Like, yo. Yeah, that'd be great. Truth behind the gift baskets, real or fake. Yeah. What was in Let's them? Let's go, man. Eventually, what enough time will them? pass. 
where he'll he'll answer the question. Um, yeah, but oh, yeah. I to ask you, okay, so with Jose, yeah, I wanted to ask you guys how high would you guys have gone with like would there so, have been like what like all the money? Well, here's my the one. Okay, so no. he got a he got a five year one hundred twenty four million dollar extension, which with the the years that he currently has left, two years, it's one hundred fifty million total that they're going to pay him through thirty six. I would have if if it had taken this. I think what I would have done is I would have bumped up each of the next two this season and next season to twenty five as well. So you would have pay, okay. been paying an extra like twenty four four million uh, in addition to that. So I would have gone that route and just said like, look, I'll let's make it twenty five per all the way through. And if that yeah. I feel. If you had to push like it a that, little bit yeah. more, I would have done that because then that puts him at like one seventy five, right? So yeah, one seventy five, one seventy well, one seventy four with an extra twenty four, one seventy four, which puts you in like the Matt Olson range. I think didn't he get like a one eighty five? No. Didn't he sign a one eighty five extension or something? What did he sign? Um, but it puts you, yeah, it, it was, amazing. well, no, it was eight yeah. year, 168. So it was eight years, 168. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say actually, yeah. Cause his deal was longer. So you, you would start to um, actually have some decent comps at that point, but I mean, yeah. shit, I'll take, I'll, I'll take, I mean, again, it's not my money, but like if I were the guardians and it was like, all right, how do we sweeten this a little bit more? I would have probably done that. Sure. I think that's that. I think that would have had this not worked. I think that would have sold it, and it would have been something like everyone could have like, you know, been, been happy okay about. With. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad that he didn't. I he obviously did take a discount because, again, he's been a top ten player in the AL for like four years now. Five. Like he has a, a very good track record. He's the best third baseman. He was ranked number one on MLB for what that's worth. Worth MLB's like when they did their rankings of all the positions, uh, unsurprisingly, we had no outfielders on that list. Um, so like, I, I know guys make more, but I'm glad he at least got like, he didn't accept a, you know, seven year, $80 million where it's just like the Dolans got lucky again that like somebody, <laughs> like I, well, yeah, was asleep I'm, at the wheel. Whatever. I'll do, yeah. I'll do $12 million. <laughs> like, I don't care. It's like, I want to be here. Just love Yeah. I would so say much. that he's like, I would say like, you know, it's it's always hard to say like who, how who is like fairly and unfairly compensated based on like some of these contracts just go like wild in all these different directions. I would argue that Lindor, Lindor, you know, yeah. Carlos Correa's yeah. next deal is probably going to be insane. Um, Juan Soto's deal, like God help us, whenever that comes down. But like, <laughs> you know, I would say it's no small. F- it's no small thing to get 25 million a year. Sure. He could be making like probably 10 million more, but like they didn't like totally shortchange the guy either. Like, no, I was right. I mean, and again, I, I know people are going to scoff at that and be like, are you kidding me? But like, I don't know. It's, it, it's a decent enough deal. Like, here's, where's that here's a total, how like, I'll sum it up joke. He got, he didn't get everything he could get, like you said, Steve. But he got more fairly compensated than what he was getting paid by, you know, the standards of his peers. But it still allows the club room and flexibility to build around him and to, hand out, and to hand out some other big deals. Because I still think that there's a Fran Mill extension um, we brought up Bieber at this point. I'm kind of thinking like the, maybe the best thing we can do with, with Bieber is go, Hey, we'll give you, cause he's got two more arbitration years after this year, right? after this season. So we have him for okay. three more years. Buy up we those go and, and say, two more. Hey, buy up those and two more or even one, one year at like, a three-year, $50 million deal or something like that, where it's like, we're going to pay you more than you're worth in those arbitration years, but that 
third year, you're going to make 25 when you could probably hit 30 on the open market. So you get a little more up front. It's guaranteed in case you do fall apart. That's kind of what I see with Bieber happening is we get a year or two extra of Bieber at most. And that will be fun to monitor because the one thing that we all know they're so good at is like knowing when to like, just like the Patriots, knowing when to like pull the ripcord on those pitchers. They did it with Bauer. They did it with Clevenger. They did it with Kluber. They did it with Carrasco. And we're like, Mm. what are you doing? We went to a world series and they're like, trust us. And then everything went to shit for all those guys Mm -hmm. other than Bauer for one season. And then it went to shit for him because he's like a, a psycho, probably. Yeah. Um, but like <laughs> he they, may never are, play again. He might not. And they're so good at that. So if they were like, if they're start getting, start getting the trade rumors, you're like, you know that they are worried about the long-term longevity of Bieber holding up. If there's an extension that happens, and you never know, weird freak injuries happen. So like, that's not a guarantee. But like, they, they've always been really good and on the pulse with that. Well, you're also talking about eventually, if they were to move down that road of trading Bieber, you're operating from a huge position of strength still at the moment. I mean, you never know. Um, yeah. But pit, pit, pitcher extensions, you know, they're they're iffy. I mean, you're talking about a guy who pitches once they every really five are. days and, yeah. and is a far bigger injury risk than even a position player. Yeah. So, like, you think about the haul that you would get for Bieber if he's still pitching at, at this level when you like ultimately moved to trade him the, the that would off i mean the, to build your offense and still maintain like because at that point when you trade bieber you would conceivably be talking about guys like gavin williams and daniel espino coming into the rotation and you keeping guys like mckenzie quantrill potentially savali like you could probably weather that storm like i i sound like an idiot i'm sure being like why are you talking about trading like an ace and thinking like You'll be fine, but we're also Ryan Reynolds. Well, that's the thing is like, who do you, it's like, do you think like you would get for any team looking for like that kind of pitching help? You're going to get some pretty intense packages coming back. So at least as it stands now, this off season, that's true. But see now, but the way that it, everything just kind of like, settles though at this point with Ramirez in the fold like this knowing you have him for that stretch you there's so many more possibilities for how you maneuver and operate with your team and you can you can conceivably say here are the things we can do now because we're so solidified at this position um it's it's exciting in that regard where now you actually can let young guys come up earlier and let them play through because you might be able to build some veterans around them. You might be able, you've got like Ramirez always in the middle of the lineup. You've got um, way more flexibility, even on that front to allow like the Steven Kwans to like get their feet wet and just say like, let's, let's go for it. Let's try this because at no point now, are you ever going to be stuck with like a roster that's like an utter disaster because they stripped it down. The, right. the interesting thing was they stripped it down to the studs. They still have the superstar. And they didn't, go, they didn't go all the way to the studs, but they came pretty darn close. Yeah, they got and, close. I mean, in terms of contracts, you're talking that because like a, a well, Fran Mil Reyes is an arbitration wise, year. Yes. You know, contract wise, yes. But I mean, talent wise, no. Still, talent but, wise, yeah, yeah. Because I'll, I'll argue this. I think Miles Straw is about to take a step forward. Um, Dude, Straw's another God. guy. Straw's another guy that I would, you know, look to extend to. I would him and Friendmill are my next two. Like you got to extend these guys to solidify your offense and your lineup because that gives you at least your one through. That gives you three hitters. Assuming you know Rosario's, you got some good bats coming up. If Quan continues to develop then you're pretty set like lineup wise going forward. And you, mm-hmm. so you're basically like, cool, we're good. One through six. And now we can play with like, see, we can trade all of these middle infielders. We have, you know, like we can go all I, in yeah, on Straw, Brian Reynolds. Right. Uh, Straw, I don't man, know, man. He, he had a strike. I'm excited today. for him. Oh, darn it. Did he? <laughs> mm. So I'm, I'm off the train, but well, I was looking, you might be, uh, 
interested in this. Um, I was looking at the largest contracts in uh, franchise history. The so Pirates obviously, just handed one of the, just also made some news today with the largest. The Pirates signed Cabrian Hayes to yeah. a an eighty million dollar extension, and in true There's Pirates still- fashion, he hurt his wrist on the first play. Or like no, first he game. Didn't. Did you see that? Yes. No. So he signed the extension in the morning, or they announced it. It was like an eighty million dollar extension. That first opening day game, he rolled his wrist running out to left field to like get a pop up and left the game. Oh my gosh. So, <laughs> I feel terrible for the guy and, and Pirates. Poor fans, guy. He got hurt yeah. last year too. He did. He was. Yeah. Um. Yep. So that's uh, but that's actually it could always be worse. It's, it's kind of funny that we we mentioned him because Fabs, you were kind of you know talking about the prospects, but this move in some ways then too, I I can see opening the door for the club to be more aggressive and saying yeah hey Stephen even this Kwan, year Stephen Kwan you had a phenomenal rookie season. We want to give you a eight-year, $60 million deal. And, you know, maybe he takes it, maybe he doesn't. But it allows you to kind of go that that route that we were so good at, you know, a decade or two decades ago mm-hmm. um, that has kind of gotten a little modified where you have to kind of jump on some of these prospects Either before they make the majors, like what the White Sox are doing. Wander or, Franco, baby. Yeah, or, you know, Wander Franco, you know, after half a season, you know, got paid. I love you it. know, there's, so maybe in that sense, you know, some of our top prospects um, might get some money thrown their way after a good half well, let season. Me- yeah, let me hit some. Let me throw some contracts at you that I actually think you could throw to like a guy. Let's say Quan has a great rookie year. There's some contracts in here that I actually think would be relatively doable. Um, so here are the top contracts in franchise history. Obviously, Ramirez is your, you know, by far doubles the biggest contract ever given. It, it finally takes us off the list of teams not to give a hundred million dollar deal to. Yes, which I was surprised that I the White it. Sox weren't on there they will eventually shocked by that yeah they'll get out of there soon because they got a number of guys that are gonna like like luis robert is gonna get one like it's gonna happen soon so they'll be off that list the other three are the pirates no joke uh and royals surprise uh athletics and royals royals is another one where i'm like "Mm, that's weird so um so anyway so franchise edwin encarnacion to this point was the highest at three years, 60 million. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nick Swisher was also uh, number two at four years, 56 million when he got his deal. Uh, Jason Kipnis was the third at six years, 52 and a half million when he got his deal. Michael Bourne was four years, I see. 48. That's one where you're like, uh, actually, here's another one. Here's one where. Uh, it may be more doable. Corey Kluber got like a five-year, thirty-eight and a half million when he signed his deal. Sure. Um, Jose Ramirez, his original extension that they gave was five years, twenty-six million. That's one where you could say you start doling those out to some of the youngins. Oh yeah, yeah. The and, Kipnis and, deal, and, I like could if you see gave, for uh, Straw, I could see that one for Straw, the Kipnis deal. I could see the, the, I could see that Ramirez one for Quan if he has if he has a good like rookie season where you're just like if you start giving out the Jose like, Ramirez treatment to like a lot man. of these guys to just say like look we're gonna buy out some arbitration years and a couple years of free agency we're we're getting a great deal you're getting guaranteed money you yeah. you it it it's a huge win for everybody because if everybody starts entering like. 28 29 as free agents it's like you still can get a big contract you can either sign yeah. an extension with oh, us yeah. if like you want or you could go somewhere else but like you get that stupid eight-year deal from the angels yeah <laughs> right like exactly five million dollars sign them year. anthony Ren- anaheim get the anthony always, rendon deal, anaheim is also know? always looking to give uh 37 year old some big bucks 
Yeah. Oh, totally. That's where Jose's going to end his career is uh, on a. He's going to sign a five year deal with the Angels when he's thirty seven <laughs> <laughs> for like two hundred and forty million dollars. <laughs> we don't know why we can't make the playoffs. It's It'll like, be like, gee, you guys still haven't figured out that pitching matters. <laughs> We're sending out Otani every other day to pitch, just like Cy Young. It'll be like, uh, Mike Trout will be like, what, 40 at that point? And like still looking for that yeah. next playoff series to get no, into? No, Mike Trout's, my, hopefully Mike Trout just starts chasing rings at that point. Dude, Guy I, if I'm like, it. I would not blame Mike Trout. I'd just be like, like one-year deals, man. One-year deals. Go the, but he just signed that extension, though. Like I know. Two years ago, right? That 10-year Yeah, deal? but the Angels are like, good at just there eating. For a while. But they eat they eat contracts all the time. They're eating Justin Upton. Does he have, they does he have dude, they, pool. They can't he have, eat, Steve, they can't eat $240 million <laughs> for eight by, years. By, by, you sure. know, give it four more years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wait like, three or saying, four more years. Yeah, we're, we're not saying right now. Well, he'll be like 35 yeah. or something. Yeah, it's like crazy um the other one that i liked the other deal that i liked you got to go back in time a little bit they gave david justice back in 97 a four-year 28 million dollar deal Ooh, uh, i love that man. and I that love david justice on the uh, indians dude and the funny thing is that was still a top six <clears throat> contract like that's that's now their seventh highest contract like going back to 1997 that's like pretty- <laughs> that's oh my gosh that's crazy that, that a deal that's almost how have we fielded a team for the last two decades? <laughs> Shoe it's strings. amazing. Like, we should Shoe be like, strings and duct tape. Fans should be thanking their lucky stars that the front office is as good as it's been for 20 some years because you could there it's it's not far off to be like the Pirates or the Mariners or these teams that have been like grotesquely yeah. terrible or just like mired in mediocrity for years and years and years. Whereas like yeah. For most of the 21st century, the Indian slash Guardians have been like relevant, pretty good to great. Mm-hmm. So like, or at least just relevant and not like a complete anonymous team. So like, I don't know. Um, and I think just like, again, going back to Ramirez, it's like this just sets them up for being relevant Yeah, for the next seven years five to seven years it's it's uh it's, it's everything we've been great, talking about and it's, it's like crazy that it's for the young yeah. guys yeah like i love that and and as i was like thinking more about it um you know and all three of us have young kids we could all now like with a pretty darn good level of certainty like feel good about buying a jose jersey for our kids yeah, I'm gonna get one for myself with the with the yeah the fastball. G- like I'm mm-hmm. gonna once they're available, I'm gonna get one because it's like, dude has a no trade. Like even yeah. if they're like, we're gonna flip him and be like, we locked him in for a deal. Now let's get our prospects. It's like, nope. He's well, even if they trade, like, even if they traded him in five Steve years, Steve texts me. Oh yeah, yeah. If I can get a, if I can have an, a in Guardians jersey, it's five years. Like. My my Lindor one I bought when he left the next season was a great investment. I mean, Steve <laughs> texted me earlier today too, saying I'm finally doing it. I'm getting my Jose back piece done. Yep, I got the tattoo yes. done. Yeah, it's very. You raw. got it done today. I already got it done. Yeah, it's nice. it's it covers my entire back and like bleeds under my arms a little bit. It's um, I'll nice. never be able to like, I'll have never be able to take my shirt your, off again. Have you shown your wife yet? No, but I mean, it's fine. I you know okay that's a nice like a, that's a nice surprise for the anniversary that yeah, exactly right her birthday's coming up so this oh, will be nice hey, for her baby he is a wildly up. offensive like full frontal Chief Wahoo <laughs> tattoo where Chief Wahoo is drinking like out of a triple X moonshine jug right on old municipal field so right it's, like pretty it's, it's highly it's highly yeah it's highly insensitive. it's like the Calvin peeing on uh whatever yes, that you NFL see on trucks helmet, yeah yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh yeah, that one I got to get covered up. Uh but you know, I'll get I'll get to that one at some point. I yeah. I can't go to like I mean, public just, pools just, and wear that stuff. Yeah. Take my shirt off, so. I mean, you just spent a considerable Cover amount on this. You know, it's funny. They there make are up, plenty They make that makeup now. Yeah. It's true. 
You know, there are plenty of Chief Wahoo tattoos out there, man. And I can only imagine what mm-hmm. some of them are like. So. Oh, my God. I bet they're. Oh, yeah. Just <laughs> you want to see a Brownie the Elf one. That's fun and nice. And it doesn't offend an entire group of people that we genocide. You know, like that's that's hey. light. Yeah. Uh, well, so you know. Much. Yeah. It's like that's a whole other. <laughs> that's a whole other episode we can get into. I do. Yeah. I, I have to tell you guys this so you'll appreciate it. So, like, I'm in HR and we just had a company all hands. Uh, and so, like, I kick them, I kick off the all hands. And it's like 400 employees. <laughs> one, one fan, one, we have a bunch of Ravens and Steelers fans. And, like, as we're waiting for our CEO, one of the Steelers fans, is like, hey, man, are you pumped for Watson? Like, that's amazing. I'm like, well, like, pretty concerned about the allegations. He's like, what do you mean? I'm like, all right, like, ev- welcome everybody. Yeah. All hands. Why are we talking about Deshaun Watson? Yeah. <laughs> I do not want to say anything that will incriminate me with this company. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and now I'll hit record. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, we, we were, same with us, like, in our business our company chat it was like the same thing where it was like maybe we should stop talking about this because like you never know like who's gonna swoop it and like with a different opinion or something so like correct we might all feel this way but like let's just all i'm just gonna be like i like nick chubb nick chubb is good at football yes my friend i love nick chubb and just like write that (laughs) right oh man um all right so uh anything else wrap it up on 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 the jose uh celebration experience it was just the i think it was the lift obviously it doesn't excuse the dolans for not spending any other money this season on anything of significance but it does provide i thought it i texted you guys this it like got me into a super excited mood for opening day so like I'm now enthusiastic. Like I think the Dolans are so cheap assholes, and like because they are, but not uh, as much as they were. Not as much as they were, but I'm also excited. Just how I am (laughs) with the Cavs about the next like five years of this organization. Like it's going to be highly entertaining, highly watchable, and I think we're going to have a championship window in a season or two. Yeah, I. I agree with everything you just said, Fabs. I'm really happy that I won't have to watch them be in a Padres or Blue Jays jersey as all those (laughs) rumors were circulating, even though I do like both of those teams. I do, too. Yeah. yeah. Um, I have no no animosity towards those those teams. Um, So Shapiro um, wanted it, man. They were going hard for him. It yeah, they really like. wanted him. Yeah. Um, I think they knew they're like, if we do this, we will have a hundred people at our games this oh, season. If we we cannot do this. Right. Like, I mean, well, and, and like you said, like, it doesn't forgive a lack of doing absolutely positively nothing. But I, I feel like the Dolans also set out and we're like, we got to do X, Y, and Z. And they could not, for the life of them, get off of whatever artificial path they had created for themselves. In the sense that they were like, okay, we got to change a team name. Check. We have to unsuccessfully roll out the merchandise. Check. <laughs> um <laughs> We have to extend Jose. Check. All the while, you know, like, there was free agency and the offseason going on. So now that that's done, and now that there's, you know, maybe the new ownership group is announced here before opening day. I feel like there's some momentum, you know. Uh, like I had mentioned earlier, we got the Classe deal done too. Um, yep. you know, Classe and Jose are the only guaranteed money on the books for next season. Brian Shaw has a team option. I say pay the man. Oh, he's guaranteed. Uncle, Bri- he, Uncle he Brian, Uncle, he, Uncle Brian also today, needs, <laughs> Uncle Brian needs to stay with this team for just as long as Jose is here. <clears throat> I got to find out what the record is for most appearances by a pitcher. 
in a season. It's it's incredible, man. Because he's got. Uh, I mean, I, I want him to have. I got to say, closing like, McKinsey, in on I, I know McKenzie you know, got the loss today, but like I actually, well, I thought it was super weird. Like Steve and I, I and Chris is this way. We're like we're those nineties kids. Like I, I want to see Bieber go deeper. Like I want to. I like to watch those like pitchers go. Give me ninety. 90 pitches yeah. go seven innings. Like he yeah. got the, he got the pool a bit early, but it's a long season. And I like that they use McKenzie today with in a one, one game. So you don't wear out the bullpen. Cause you're probably going to need him at some point. Well, they claim well, it. They, it's even, for they said, up. yeah, they're, they're saying because the okay. spring training was cut short by like two yeah. and a half weeks. Blah, or whatever. Blah, blah, whatever. But I will and say, it's, it's, and, it's, and we're not the only team doing it, but yeah, it's um, look, it's like, you're like, that's modern baseball. You know, it's, it's, they, they're not, it is, it is. Well, and, 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 and even and if, if you if, go back a few years ago, um, one of the driveline guys was like, look, with the way pitching contracts are going, teams are going to have like a starting rotation of three guys. They're not going to spend 20 plus million dollars on five guys each. They'll have their ace. They'll have another a, a good number two, and then they'll have some, you know, kind of number three guy, and they'll probably throw fifty million dollars at those three guys combined, and then the four and five are going to just be whatever young dude, and you know they're going to see piggyback games. And yep, Steve, your your boys, the Rays are making it that's work. Right, baby. Yep, that's right. They just run, they run out there with just reliever after a lever that just throws like nasty stuff like it's that's incredible. what they do so and that's what we're moving towards too with our bullpen if anybody's paying attention like overnight we flipped the switch it seems like on our bullpen mm-hmm. we're we don't want just soft tossers who would barely crack you know 92 to just dudes who are like oh you you can hit like 102 okay cool also, the team has a bit of a, a bit a, a bit of swagger. Like they they're yeah. they're like they're they're fun. Like I know I know most Cleveland fans who aren't traditional like Guardians Indians fans are like I don't know who anybody in this fuck. Like when they post the the lineup, it's like am I oh, supposed yeah. to know any of these guys? I'm like you don't it's, know like it's, this, Jose it's literally the, it's literally like the scene Reyes. from Major League. Right. Yeah, like, like Miles or half these guys. Like I'm like, come on, like you're like yeah, like okay, Quan, but Quan's like a like a pretty highly regarded rookie. Like he was, MLB just tweeted a thing out a couple of days ago of like all these rookies who are significant that we should like keep an eye on, and he's on there. So like if you don't know, that means you're not like following any baseball stuff. But and we're that, also that's we're you. also expecting sixty year olds to be on Twitter. But that's also yeah. disingenuous because, like, a lot of people are like, "I knew everybody on the roster last year. Who are these people?" It's like it's the same roster. It is, yeah, like, yeah, it's like two dudes. Yeah. Oh, Think Harold Ramirez is gone. I'm done so. with them. <laughs> yeah, right. If that was you know, what was holding you on to this team, whoa. Well, I saw I saw a lot of people come. People will complain about anything, and yeah. I saw one. There was one guy who was pretty active on the on Twitter. Uh, blowing up a lot of the like tweet threads about like how I think Ramirez is like a 199 career postseason batting average. And he was like, Oh great. Like glad we signed that. And I'm just like, dude, like that's what you're upset about. You think I'll double, I'll I'll verify that number. I actually have his baseball reference pulled up right now. Oh, nice. Okay, good. So I don't think it's that I don't think it's that low. Even if it, it mean, was, even if it was, I don't like, care. I don't, his I don't career his career postseason batting average is two thirteen. Okay. I, whatever. Not great, it could be like, zero. Whatever. I don't care. Like it that that makes no difference. Um, but yeah, so uh I guess just yeah, my final thoughts on it, you know, it's a it's a culture shift. I think you probably yeah. like you see a lot. I think you're going to see the team a lot looser because I couldn't Absolutely. imagine what a cloud like that would do to the team right off the bat, you know. And that was probably even if they had traded him, it would have been a huge cloud over the team. Like having him locked up, I don't know if it would make. I don't know if it'll make a difference to some of these guys to be like, oh shoot, like Ramirez signed. Like, let me get in on this action because I want to be a part of like what we're building here. I don't can know I, if can I, I give you a hot take 
potentially conspiracy theory? Uh, yes, always. I still think that there is a part of Lindor that the reason for his struggles the past two and a half, three seasons is because of how the contract went, contract negotiations went down. That could be the case. Totally. I, I think that he's coming to the conclusion that maybe New York wasn't what it was cracked up to be. It's a little too much pressure. Um, and I definitely think that he was not loose those last few years in Cleveland. Yeah, I, I think that's not out of the realm of possibility. So when you say that, I 100% agree that this can only make a clubhouse lighter. I mean, there's obviously guys that are celebrating this, you know. And well, it's like you're going like to be... You just said. If you play baseball There's to guys. win, if you play baseball to win, you are now on a team where the best player on the team and one of the best players in all of baseball is on your team for the foreseeable future. So, like, yeah. that might play a role in whether or not you want to either play here or like stay here, or other guys look at it and go like, oh, "I'm pumped to come to Cleveland because yeah. I can play with Jose Ramirez for five years." I don't, you know, that's a possibility to know that guys like, like oh, Cleveland's trying to build a team. Guys like Fran Miller, like, you know what? I'm going to take a little less. I'm going to stick around here. I like what we got going. Also, yeah, it helps his numbers, too, like, to have Jose hitting right before you. Like, yeah. that's amazing. You know? Yeah, and, like, it's I not- mean, yeah, we, it's true. Like, New York is, that's its own thing. And it's not even the Yankees. It's the Mets that are always just, like, living in the shadow of the Yankees. And you get the you get all the worst parts of it. You get the New York media. Yep. You, you're the big contract, so everyone's relying on you to save a team that hasn't really been good for, like, two decades. And, like, you're not on the more famous baseball team in that, in the, in that town. Yeah, you're so on like, a redheaded stepchild team. I mean, I'm glad, he, you know, good for him. He got he got what he wanted money-wise, but, like, okay, well, now you have to, like, live up to it. Like, I, sorry that you're not. <laughs> well, there have been, I mean, we talk about it all the time, the amount of guys who get like giant, giant contracts and then they're stuck on teams Dude. that are like mediocre for most yeah. of those and, contracts. And again, and, it, and that goes to like, I mean, what did Antonetti say, you know, during those Lindor negotiations? Like, we have a number that we feel comfortable going to. And if we go above that number, we don't think we can field a team properly. What was the number? Was it, I, I gotta, I gotta I imagine that it was probably a yearly average of around twenty five. Okay, I gotta imagine that that is, you know, the honest to god, you know, number. Maybe it was probably even eight thirty years, twenty five. Maybe it was thirty even a year. But at some point, there's only a finite number of resources available, and yeah, if you go to thirty, well, then you got to cut this guy over here. You don't have you, know, you don't get to do the Ramirez extension if you go to thirty. No. After COVID. Maybe if COVID doesn't happen, like you don't nah. have the giant like we lost all of our money because of it. But like chances are you're not keeping Ramirez, and I'd much rather have him, like obviously, for all the reasons and like what he represents to the team in the city I've than s- Lindor. I've said it before and I'll say it again. Jose is the heart and soul of this team. Oh, absolutely. And if there's a guy that I would much rather commit long term and big bucks to, it's him. Yep. Absolutely. It was it was a no brainer slash like necessity that they did that they had to do it and uh, they pulled it off. So I don't know. And we'll it's burn a weird. This, we'll burn this episode when we find out like years from now they called him the monster in the Caribbean and he was like committed all this genocide and we're like no not say don't even put that out there don't even put that out there we 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 talked about that with omar omar was beloved here and then he He does some of the most heinous things and the white Sox were like as soon as that stuff came out the white Sox were like peace yep i mean two allegations 
two allegations, and the White Sox were like, not worth it, bye. Yeah. I'm, that's good. No, good on the White Sox for actually doing that because a lot of teams are like, we can help you cover this up if you want. Go yeah. meet our fixer. He's he His box is next to the owners. Like, Yeah. You know a lot, I'm glad that like teams now are just like, dude, that's not worth it. Forget it. No. Especially, it's like, it looks like the Dodgers are probably, it looks like the Dodgers are going to do it with Bauer too. Mm-hmm. You know, and I mean, he's they, got two, I mean, two accusers. Absolutely should. Like, their team is the most loaded. Offensive like juggernaut I've seen in like quite some time. Like they don't need him. And there were reports down the stretch of the season that players on the team were like, "Yo, yeah, if he comes back. back, I'm gone." Like, yeah. no, I don't. And, want that and like when Dustin May gets healthy again, they're going to have like a rotation led by Walker Bueller and Dustin May. Uh, yeah. Nah, we're good, man. <laughs> we're good. Yeah. We don't I'm need waiting you. for I'm waiting for Dustin May to pop off because I I have two. I have like a really nice stadium club auto rookie of his, and I'm just like oh, keep grow that. in value. Yeah, 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 yeah. Get, I mean, he's on the Dodgers, so he'll be just fine. Yes, yeah. something like tells him, me uh, his career will be a okay. Yeah, yep. but I'm I am just so excited though. Like I, I'm I'm happy again to have like a. I mean, we're all big Tommy fans. I'm happy to have another person, you know, because. The Indians, Guardians, like we're we don't have the luxury of having guys forever. We don't get to have you know, um, the yeah. Babe Ruths or like you know the legendary dudes who are there. I I know Babe Ruth was with the Red Sox, the Joey like, Votto's, yeah, who's there forever, and it's just like we have fifteen band, like guys that are in our our uh, rafters. And it's like oh, we don't get to ever have that. It sucks. Yeah, we have five. Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, they're going to retire his number. Like it's, yeah, it's sure. he's getting say, the statue. I mean, he's getting the number. Like it's, it's all coming uh, when he he's retires. Getting, he's getting. I will guarantee you, he is inducted into the Indians Hall of Fame. Oh, for sure. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go on a sure. real big Woo. limb there. And It'd say, be funny if his statue is him like stealing a base and a hat falling off the helmet coming well, off. But then to. people keep. People keep tripping over the helmet because it'd be behind the other, the bigger statue. Right, hey, right. as long as they're not as bad and they haven't done it. But I think Steve and I went to a game in Detroit and every darn statue in that stadium has like a weird like wind effect on like oh, yeah. a player. So like there's like guys who are like swinging bats and it's got this like weird like ripple wind effect off Almost the like flames kind of it yeah. looks like flames and it is the dumbest thing i have ever seen that's another reason i want that organization to suffer longer <laughs> their stadium is garbage i don't care Aww. for the team i don't like their statues i don't like their statues on the weekend um unless it's the casino in vegas no okay all right. Well, I guess our next episode <laughs> with note. the guy who sculpted those, uh, we're going to have to cancel. We're going to have to reschedule that. Oh. Chris cannot come on that episode. <laughs> can't be here for that. Um, I have some all right. very strong feelings about those statues. I get it. I understand. Irrational, maybe. Mm, hey, teach their own, you know? Yeah. Um, okay. All right. Well, good. This is uh, a, a beautiful time. Uh, hopefully, I, I will say this in closing. I just hope that fans like respond by going to games and supporting the Same. team. Like, yeah, you can't have it both ways. If the team actually I, goes I out and say, does sign a guy, you can't treat them like they're trash. It's like, yeah, then you aren't really a fan. I will say that uh, there were about 5,000 opening day tickets um, earlier in the week still available. That's now down to 2,000. So that's good. And they might it sell just, out still. Was it people just not, you know, just dragging their feet? Maybe. Was it the signing that pushed people over the edge? I don't know. I heard Tom Hamilton today say that the upper deck at Kauffman Stadium was maybe a third full. Yeah. I mean, the lockout probably is playing a pretty big role. Yeah. In the way so people it'll view be curious it as well. to, to see other, other, how other cities are affected too. Yeah. Yep. So, you know, we'll see. I just hope people come out, support the team. I agree. They actually, like, did the thing you people have been begging for for years. So 
you know, the appropriate thing would be to go to a few games at the very least and buy some merch. They they so. did two things this week that a lot of people have been begging them for about five years to do. <laughs> yes. Not the Class A extension, but no. trading Bradley Zimmer. Trading yes. Bradley Zimmer. I agree. Well, hopefully he goes. I, look, I want him to do well in Toronto. I, I think it was a good trade on both sides. So It was. Um, all right. That is, uh, that's it. Go enjoy this new world of Cleveland Guardians baseball. Um, we will, uh, we'll be sure to follow us on social if you're not already at Cal Penal Pod. Um, but uh, in the meantime, uh, we're going to watch some, I don't know, some Guardians baseball. Hopefully they're, uh, by the time this airs, off to a pretty good start. So, so at the very least, the uh, new Jose Ramirez era is like, off and running he did like i said got the first rbi of the uh inaugural uh guardian season so started off well i'm hoping that he doesn't go in like a one for 30 slump by the time this uh oh no (laughs) (laughs) i hate that i said that so anyway i'm gonna stop all right we will catch you guys later